Hi everyone, this is Moses Goldfarb, uh, co-host of the Dreamcast podcast. <laughs> I'm here with Bud Anthony Diaz. Hello. Um, we just wanted to inform our listeners that uh, in the following episode, we make several references to this being the eighth episode. Mm-hmm. Um, after recording, we realized this is actually the ninth episode. Correct. And we just like to apologize and, uh, you know... Ensure our listeners that we will do better. This is actually the non-inaugural episode. Basically, uh, we fucked up. We've we fucked up, and we've we. You know what we, you should do? You should do ASMR videos of you just apologizing to th- for things. Anyways, we hope you enjoyed the episode, and let's get into it, Cuomo. Dude, that's my bit. Come on. I mean, he says let's get after it. Oh, right. Sure. Okay. Thank you, guys. You know when um, you burn your tongue mm-hmm. eating soup? Of course. I'm like on day three of that. It's still rough? It's it really bad. That sandpaper tongue? And then before I came here mm-hmm. to the butthole, yeah. <laughs> I had some leftover soup for lunch. You microwave it? No, I don't. I don't have a microwave. Oh wow! How LA? It's actually you? the first. Well, there was like when we lived together, we had a microwave, and then we didn't have a microwave, and then we had a microwave. Right, we had that weird conventional oven. Well, yeah, we had the toaster oven. <laughs> Is that what it was? And we got rid of that. Yeah. We had a microwave as well, but we got rid of it. Because we didn't have like a lot of space in the kitchen. Well, we had a big microwave, and then I told my dad specifically for Christmas, I said, find me the smallest microwave you can find. And he did. And, and he did. It, and it fit like one bowl of like cereal-sized bowl in yeah. it. <laughs> well, that that's the thing. It. I only ever use microwaves to melt butter and mm-hmm. heat up syrup. Yeah, I only use it to um, sterilize my my hand towels, which is what it was originally invented for. But now I want to get a microwave because... Um, growing up, my parents, they'd make like heat pads out of, they'd ah. fill a giant sock with rice. Yes. Tie it off, throw that in the microwave. I'd fill mine with, um, unpopped kernels of popcorn. Yeah. And then heat that bad boy up, throw it over the shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. A little surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um. Dueling sensations over the shoulder. But yeah, now I don't have a microwave, so. Which is good. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have a microwave. That's fine. Well, I mean, here's here's my theory behind that. If you do get a microwave, but you keep it like in the laundry room, then it's it I don't serves have a laundry room. Okay, get a laundry room. But if you did have one, it would serve a different purpose. This if it's if hear me out, if okay. it's in the kitchen, that's the food microwave. Yeah, but if it's in the washroom, <laughs> the laundry room, the washroom, the washroom is the bathroom. If it's in the washroom or the laundry room, then that it's a whole different thing. You're like, ooh, wait a minute. What's this for? 
This so then is, it like kind of expands your creativity as far as what you could do with a microwave. Well, I'm not gonna bring a bowl or, or a plate of butter up to the washroom. Yeah. So what are you gonna? What are you gonna do? Like heat up your poop? No. Use you make a nice, a hot fresh towel for <laughs> for your for your troubles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what. That's what they're for. Hot fresh. No, you never been to a fancy hotel and someone comes up to you and says, "Hot fresh towel for your troubles." Fresh out the microwave. Fresh out the microwave. <laughs> Ooh, hot. It's ca- careful. It's hot. Fresh out the washroom wave. <laughs> microwave yeah. box. Fresh out the the laundry microwave. Yeah. No. Um. I yeah. The microwave. There's just no space for a microwave anymore. Mm-hmm. Kitchens these days, especially in LA, they're getting smaller and smaller. They really are. You know what you should do is convert your living room to the to the dining room, so have a okay. living room size dining room, uh-huh. and then put all your kitchen crap in the dining room. So put the microwave, the oven, all that stuff. You can get extension tubes for the gas line. Yeah, move everything into so the move living the stove room. in there too. Move the stove in the, move living, the room. living room into the kitchen. Bingo. Or the dining room, the little dining room you have, make that your living room. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, I mean, so Get ex- my living room and then I guess what you call my version of a breakfast nook, mm-hmm. it's all one, yeah. it's all one piece. Yeah. So there's no real like divider and I don't, so I don't, I, I it would be swapping the entire, like everything in the kitchen just comes out into that whole area. Problem is I got a big ass TV. Just don't underestimate. If I can't fit a microwave in my kitchen, I can't fit my giant ass big ass. Don't TV. underestimate the power of extension tubes and cables. Yeah, for gas. For gas, yeah. And then I get a microwave. Yeah, yeah. Then you finally, finally, will have the room for a microwave, which is what, um, which is how the story comes full circle. Right. Yeah. Welcome to the Dreamcast Podcast, dreamers. Welcome. It's I'm the, here. Uh, Octonagro episode. Oct oct. It's O C T. Octonagural. It's the doc octonagral. Oh, it is. I think it is octo, like octomom, octopus, octonagural. Octopus. Sorry, I burp. Um, That's okay. It's four fifty-one p.m. A little bit of a later start. Yeah, we were supposed to. We were supposed to be here at three. Uh huh. P.m. Three p.m. I said to Ali, I said, how, how much you want to bet? I'm going to call by. He's going to forget that we were supposed to leave for three. Uh-huh. And you did. You want to know the truth? You want to know what really happened? Yes. It was uh, 2 p.m. rolled around. Uh-huh. I was eating lunch with Blair. I go, oh, it's 2 p.m. Now would be a great time to put my clothes from the washer into the dryer. Yeah. Thinking in my head at the at that moment, I've got nothing going on. No, the no, rest of no, the day. not that. No, no. I I thought in that moment like this will be perfect. They'll be done at three. Yeah, no. Not doesn't... thinking I had to meet you here at three. Mm-hmm. And it's how long of a drive? Easily took me thirty minutes. Yeah, same. yeah. So because of uh, traffic, traffic. Cause traffic's back, baby. Yeah. Full force. Pandemic didn't affect traffic at all. It really didn't. No, it's full, like it was well, a it, little it, bit. It but. did for a little bit at the beginning. Yeah. But as soon as Comrade Newsom opened the state back up, <laughs> traffic was back on the streets. Uh-huh. The 405, four Done. or five hours, man. 40, 
forget about it. Mm. Five. With ten west, more like ten more best like, of luck getting more, where you need to go on time. More like ten best take a rest because you're going to be there yeah. in your car for a while. The 101, more like um, 101 days until I get to where I need to go. Uh, more like the the Hollywood off ramp, more like Hollywood just turn off your car because you don't even, you don't even need to be it. It doesn't even need to be running anymore. That's good. Yeah. Uh, this actually reminds me of a, a great kind of version of these jokes I made on set the other day. Okay. Um, a common move in, in filmmaking is when you're on a dolly going one direction and you're, and you're panning the camera in the opposite direction. It's called parallax. Of course. And so we were doing a shot like that and somebody, the, the word parallax just got said. Yeah. And I said, parallax, more like para Bob Hope airport. Jesus Christ. And it. And everyone was no. like, I'm, everyone was like, it's not called Bob Hope anymore. Yeah, they're so. like, it's Hollywood Burbank Airport. Dumbass. Right. Damn. And then they, then they they pushed you out. They said, that's a wrap on Moses. No. <laughs> You're like, I've only been here for a few hours. Yeah. Hey, everyone, that's a wrap on Moses. Thank you so much, Moses. I did a speech. I told the crew that they're like family to me. And I got up and I left. And everyone just continued on the day. Yeah. But it was, you ever... You ever meet like a YouTuber? Yes. Like a famous YouTuber. Yeah. But you didn't know that they were that. Yes, absolutely. Because that's what this shoot was. That's every time I've encountered a famous YouTuber. It's very, it's a very interesting thing meeting someone who is younger than me. Just thought it was like just a guy. Mm-hmm. We're just making a music video for a guy. Which doesn't happen, so I don't know why I thought that. And, like, the rates were good. Yeah. Like, it's obviously somebody with some cachet. Turns out it's Tristan X from Maker, and yeah. everyone's like, oh, my God. And you're like, what the f- what? Well, what? so that's Who? the thing, though. It's like, he had, like, his friend with him helping out. And we go outside for lunch, and he's like, he has, like, a brand new Tesla. Like, all these kids are so rich. Yeah. And successful for just having... Like good personality. Like these guys are so nice. Mm-hmm. They're they're very just like quick and witty and all day. I'm just like, what did I do to myself where I can't be like that? You know what it is? It's like, say you were to come on like a a TV program, right? Or I was gonna like interview you. Okay. And I'd be like, let's do it right now. Hey Moses Goldfarb, like, uh, how you feeling today? I'd be like. Mm-hmm. Fine, yeah, man. and it'll be like, "Hey, we heard you like to sing. Why don't you go and sing for us right now?" See, you hesitated. Yeah, what I can't? No, because even if you couldn't, their narcissism is so rooted that they go, "Ha, you want me to sing for you right now, baby? Set me free!" And they just like go off. And right. They they have no. There's not a tiny little glimmer of like, oh no, maybe not right now. Yeah. Maybe later. They're just you know? down to clown whenever. It's it's always on because they are the entertainment. They are the one responsible for that. Always in life, like there, yeah. there's no no hesitation, no shame. No, it's not even shame. I hate using that word, but like it's yeah, it's just yeah, hesitation. Yeah, it's a full. It's a they're full. Just, they believe in commitment. themselves. It's an absolute one hundred percent commitment 
to not giving a fuck about how stupid you look, how cringy you sound, anything. You just go, go, go. And honestly, those people make a fuck ton of money. That's what all like the motivational speakers are trying to teach you is one, exploit all your connections uh-huh. with your family and your friends. Right. But B, just always always go. Just go. There's no reason not to go. One day you'll be dead forever, forever sleep. You can't you, take that back. You can't take it back. Just fucking go while you're here. Go yeah. now. That's all I it guess, is. Yeah. Cause my in my head I'm like, I'll go. I'll go later. Yeah, me too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't no, want to go right now. I'll go, but like, fucking, can we just fucking chill for a second? We'll go. I'll probably be in a better mood to go later. But I'm gonna go, man. Chill. Yeah. Yep. None of that. You just gotta fucking go. That's the difference between us yeah. and them. And like I said, like these guys were so nice, and like all of like there, I think there was like three or four of them who were like a like a group. Yeah. And I'm sure they all have like. A million dollars in their bank account each, <clears throat> but they're just like they're just down to get dirty and make yeah. a make a good shoot and like they were stayed up the whole night to pack everything up and like it's so hard for me to simultaneously be like so jealous that they're you know so well off, but then also like I respect them so much, but then also like I I don't want that life at all right because. I don't like, I don't like being myself, you know, for yeah, the world like, to see. Like you, you wake up in the morning and you make a smoothie. No. This is when you're a go person. Oh, all right. Yeah. And you, you immediately get on, even if you don't have people to email that day, you make reasons to email them. Like you say like, Hey, I saw this music video. Just watch it this morning. Like. This person's really cool. Like, how come we haven't been in touch with them yet? Like, can we set up a meeting? Can we do that? Like, it's just like fucking nonstop. Yeah. There's never a moment where you're just like, oh, God, what a morning. Fuck, I feel my back hurts. Anyway, well, that's what one of these I'm guys just going to fucking like, chill for a sec. Like, he was like, he's like, yeah, I took a month off of work like a couple months ago. First time I've had time off since 2018. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? That's I. That's a poor life, my friend. I have spent so much time since 2018 doing absolutely <laughs> fucking nothing. For the most part, that's a, I, I don't do anything. I I would say 60, 60 to 70% yes, yeah. of my <laughs> I like, life. I was like, not spent quite half. Nothing. A little more than half of my life is spent just existing in the dead space of our atmosphere. <laughs> And then I'll go, and the other 40% is spent either helping someone else make a bunch of money on a shoot, mm-hmm. and I get my little piece of the pie, just a very tiny little piece of the pie to little keep, slice of keep pie. paying my rent. That's a little slice of the pie. A little slice. And then I go golfing, and then I make dinner for my girlfriend. And those are my four things in life. Nothing, golfing, working, <laughs> cooking. Those are the four ing's yeah. of and Moses' pooping. life. I poop a lot, of course, and pissing. Well, I I piss when I poop. Oh, smart. Um, Segway. <laughs> well, I guess speaking of making money, mm-hmm. I I was telling you about this the other day. I got into the stock market. You did. Yes. I didn't. You you told me about this. 
Yeah, we compared oh, we compared portfolios, remember? We did. We showed each other our portfolios yeah. privately. Yeah, we're not we're not good at this. <laughs> no. Well, I don't think there's the people who are good at it like you got to like dedicate all your time. It's like it's like yeah. being a YouTuber. Yeah, but like I don't understand like trends and I mean, the like thing looking is looking at yeah, they make it convenient for you. They show you the up and down. Yeah. But there's so much more than just the up and down. Oh, dude. Like, the, you go, oh, it's down right now. Do I want to be that guy who, like, buys when it's down? You got to buy the hips. That'll come up. Okay, I'll be that guy. Then you do that for a while and you lose a lot of money doing it. Then you go, okay, screw that. I only am going to look at ones that are on the rise and buy those. Then you do that and you lose a lot of money doing that. Mm-hmm. So you're like, how the fuck are these people? Yeah. Doing it. So my plan, with the help of our our good friend Kelly, who we're going to get on the show soon. Yes. Because she says she has a very good Dreamcast story. Oh, good. Good, good, good. And it sounds like, I I don't want to like spoil anything, but I know there's like, there's a Dreamcast involved and there's catfishing involved. <laughs> so. All right. But we got to get her in the butthole. Sure. To do it. But. Um, basically I'm just buying all these like green energy penny stocks. Okay. Per her recommendation. Cause Kelly, she's smart. She knows what she's doing. And, you know, they, all the research I'm doing is like, you just got to buy these and just sit on them for like three to five years. Yeah. Yet I find myself just every fucking day <laughs> just refreshing <laughs> Seem like, oh, I made five cents. Oh, I lost six cents. Oh, yeah. I made five cents. Like, Yeah, they should have like a limit on, like you can have the app for two weeks and then you can't re-download it yeah. again. For well, like, that's why I, I need, to, I need to just delete it Yeah, and not think about it and check back in a couple of years. That's the but move. then like today I looked at it, I was like, I made, I'm up $30 from yesterday. Mm. And I was like, yes. That's like, what's up. Let's get something fancy for dinner tonight. Because <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it's not yours unless you until you pull it out. You know, I know. that's the thing. Because right now, Clay got me in on the AMC bullshit way too late. Way too late. This it's, is like it's two once, days after. Once it's popular, it's too late. Yeah. Once you know about it, it's too late. Invested a thousand dollars. That is sitting geez. at about six hundred right now. It as like two weeks ago, it was down to three hundred. So that one stings. It'll, I mean, it'll climb back up. That one really, maybe. That one really stings. But the only place that I'm winning is in Bitcoin, where I originally invested 800 bucks, and that's sitting at about 1300. So that's good. I'm just gonna let I it. Think. I'm just gonna let it all let it breathe. You know, because like a good like a good dough. You know, just let it rise. Well, that's really that's really what this is, man. What this is is. They, that's why they use the term investing instead of like gambling because it's supposed to be an investment. It's supposed to be money that you don't need right now that, or maybe you do, but you just put it in and you forget about it for many, 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 many years. Yeah. And you just invest it into this company or this entity or whatever the fuck it is. And yeah, that's what it is. The thing is with like cryptocurrency, it's like, what the fuck am I investing in again? An idea? You know? like. Yeah. So I guess like well the, and I, like I have not looked at so I don't even want to like talk about cryptocurrencies because I know nothing about sure. it. Sure. But 
I don't understand how any of them are different than any of the other ones, other than they have funny names like Dogecoin or something. Yeah, I Doge, don't bit light Ethereum. Ethereum, yeah. I don't. What it? I, I mean, they're just different. It's like though there's different currencies in the world. You know the 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 yen, the Australian uh, Aust- the the, Aust- yen. the Australian buckaroo. Mm. Um, the, what other ones? <laughs> Uh, the euro. The euro is a lira a thing, or is that probably? I don't know. Cool. Um, the dime. Anyway, the Canadian dollar is a good currency. Oh yeah, they got a good up there. They got cool money. Like, oh, do they have the plastic money? Like, like Australia, that's so good. Money that you can't rip in half. I love that. And then they got loonies and toonies. Excuse me. <laughs> loonies and toonies. It's something that we need to adopt here in the uh, Great Forty Eight. Is this where Looney Tunes comes from? No, it's so the Looney is well maybe the Looney is the dollar one dollar coin. So you say spare a couple of loonies? Yeah, I mean there would be many times. Wow. If I like when I was in college, I needed to go get a coffee or something to be like, can I borrow? Can I borrow Looney? Can I borrow Tooney? <laughs> you said that to another human being. That's crazy. All the time. Wow. Hey man, go to Canada sometimes. Great. Uh, and then the Toonie is the two dollar coin. Now we don't need to adopt those oh, names. Oh, two like two T W O a Twoony. It's not spelled. It's spelled T O O N I E. I, oh I my believe. God. Like a like it a cartoon. Is straight up Looney Tunes spelling. <laughs> but are there no Looney Tunes is T U N E S right? I think it's Looney Tunes. No wait, Lo- one of them has two O's. Looney. Oh, Looney does. But the tunes are not referring to cartoons. This are is they? crazy. Hold on, I gotta look it up. To, like, if you had to, songs. if you had to put your money on where the double O lands, it'd be the Looney. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's T U N. Yes. Oh fuck. You're right. No, okay, you're right. right. Great. Thank God. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think a one dollar and two dollar coin should be a thing we have here. Yeah, but I I feel you on that. Well, I don't really know why. What do we do? Write our senators? I don't Yeah. Okay. Write my congressman. Yeah. Oh, congressman. It's your boy Bud writing to you now. Wanna know how I can get a toonie, bro? You know what's no, funny is every time in movies, whenever some white guy has to beatbox, he always goes <laughs> And I'm like, they haven't done that in fucking <laughs> like they haven't done that since like seventy nine. Like <laughs> it's just like stop, fucking. Ugh. I've never heard that. You haven't heard that? It was in like every everything I remember from like beatboxers or whenever like I I just immediately think of like Will Ferrell or someone in like SNL being like, "Well, my name is Will, and I'd like to say that I like to eat corn every day." And then he goes, <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, just stop that." That was always cringe. That was always cringe to me. Every, even when like maybe they were doing like, like, like when they go like era era era. I think that's like maybe what they're table? doing. No, I, I think there was like a thing. I think that was like a vocal thing that beatboxers would do in like the eighties. I, I I don't even know what to search for that. You know what I mean? But I know yeah, that it's. I, I know that it was a thing. No, it it definitely was because I've seen it. It can't. It has to be a thing if you've seen it made fun of so many times by white people, right? Sure, but I just, I'm saying I've never seen that. So. That'd be crazy if that just never was a thing, and that's just some psycho white people. A white shit man that- beatboxing <laughs> and then going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I 
I now I need to find it because that's sad. Well, if, if you a- if you can find a clip of that, we'll uh, we'll make sure to upload it on the Instagram for this uh, this episode. Perfect. All right. Speaking of, mm-hmm. this episode. The oct octonagural octonagural doctor octor, we will be talking about toy commander. Yes. Now we'll we'll start talking about it a little later. Yeah. But I just want everybody to know I've gotten multiple comments mm-hmm. from close friends and family because those are the only people that listen to this bullshit. Jesus! Wow. Um, and our fourteen hundred. Patreon subscribers right, right. Um, that actually the, the segments where we talk about the game is, yeah. is usually when they turn it off because it's the most boring. I don't worry about that kind of thing. No, man. That's, and that's fine. I, like, I don't care, but I just want those people to know that we're going to give this, this game about 10 minutes of air. Well, <laughs> <laughs> This is a bad game. Well, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. You're giving away so much from the part no one cares about. Um, I'm well, just saying, like, it well, behooves you. Don't behoof in this house. To stick around till the end because you're, you ain't going to be missing much. No, you're going to be missing a lot. You're going to really like what we have to say about Toy Commander. Toy Commander. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck! Toy Commander. Sorry. Perfect. So yeah, but we'll get into it later. Hey, I wanted to revive an old segment, okay. if I will. Yes, please. I don't know how many times we've done this, but I have been keeping notes, and I'd like to um, revive a little segment known as the Dream Sequence. Cue the music. I'm going to assume the music is going now. It's going now, Okay, so I have I here's what happened. Okay, okay, I I got a new sleep apnea machine. Ooh, you know it's a BiPAP. It's not a CPAP. It's, How how's the technology improved? Well, before it was continuous air continuous air pressure CPAP. Continuous continuous pressure, pressure, air, air pressure pressure continuous pressure air pap pap pap. This one is called a BiPAP. Oh, no. Sorry. It might even called it a APAP. I don't know. The a- thing is... Ooh, all, yeah. all cops are PAPs. <laughs> yes. All pops are, are PAP. PAP. <laughs> <laughs> all pops are PAPI. All um, pops are pastors. All pastors? Oh, pastors. All pops are pastors. All priests are pastors. All, yes. There, there we is. go. Okay. Okay. That'll be the, epi- the episode title. All mm. all priests are pastors. Prove me wrong. Uh, Any- we'll we'll talk about it. <laughs> Anyways, all priests are pastors. Um, so it's great. It what it does is it auto regulates the pressure instead of just having like a doctor set it and forget it. Mm. So because it could change if you lose ten pounds, you may not need to be at a thirteen. Maybe you need an eleven. You never know. So what it does is it auto senses. Um, your- Did you lose ten pounds? Uh, I lost a bit, yeah. I, I was at. Uh, oh, we talked about this. Yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. So, but one thing is that the pressure tends to be on the lower side, and when it does that, you kind of like it. It led to some gnarly fucking dreams, like okay. really, really anxiety-riddled dreams. 
Because when I was at full 13 level continuous air pressure. Those are the days. Those are the days, dude. <clears throat> Not kidding. I was just conked out. Yep. Dreaming pretty things. Sugar plums, baby. Sugar plum, sugar baby. When I first moved in with you, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've said this on here, but what? you basically, like one of the first things you ever told me was, hey, by the way, <laughs> uh, I have sleep apnea. Sounds so like me. If you ever like just find me sleeping on the couch at night, <laughs> just wake me up because otherwise I might die. Yeah. It's a lot of responsibility. There's a huge yeah. amount of responsibility to just put on Just a nudge. A just a poke. Like, hey, yeah, bud. Well, it's it maybe was we never also didn't did really was, know me either. So yeah. I was like kind of like, but I figured maybe we'd be living together. Well, also like I have to make the determination. Like, all right, is he just taking a nap? Imagine, <laughs> imagine if every time you did it, I just got so fucking pissed yeah. at you. <laughs> what a terrible, terrible roommate that'd be. We gotta write that into something. That's very funny. Mm, just okay. like, <laughs> just like, hey man, please do not forget. You, like, if you see me sleeping without it, you gotta wake me up. And you just get up like, the fuck, dude? <laughs> the fuck, man? I was in the middle of a dream. You're like, I don't know what you want from me, dude. No, what I should have done is turned it into like sort of a prank series where I just find different ways to wake you up. Oh yeah, a bucket yeah. of water. Or- so, I've been having some real doozies of a dream. Snoozies. Sno- well, I wish there were snoozies, but the doozies. I'd, I'd exchange three of these snoozies, doozies for one snoozy. If that makes sense. Yeah. They're t- t- so t- let me t- just let me just paint set the stage, okay? Paint the picture. There's a beautiful little juice spot called Blenders in the Grass in my hometown. <laughs> Imagine Wait, this. I think I've been there with you. Yeah, is it next, it's in that strip mall? Yeah, it's in the strip mall. Yeah, okay, yeah. so the dream took place in that strip mall of, of blenders in the grass, okay? Uh, there were a bunch of teens gathered near the hardware store, which is two stores down from... Uh, mm-hmm. Or No, sorry. it's uh, You know, remember where the uh, thrift store was on the right? Sure. It's like two stores over. Okay. So um, I parked there. In your... In my car, my Kia. Kia. Uh, a big group of teens. We're talking like 20, 30 teens. And you know, like um, when you see this, like a crew a crew of teens on like Fairfax, and you're like, oh, they're up to no good. I don't know what these teens are doing. They're waiting in line to get into the spring No, store. not quite that. It's it's more of like just like loitering Gen Z teens. Do you know what I'm sure. talking about? I wouldn't say I'd ever seen a group of 20 to 30. Sure. Okay, maybe it was that, like but. but like 10 at tops you've probably seen. Okay. It's like a big group. And and you're I don't know, there's something that I think I'm I think I'm scared of teenagers. Like teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am too. I don't I I that's a, a thing I never thought I would think or say or feel ever, but like they're big enough to hurt you, but yeah. and 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 young enough to not give a fuck. Exactly, because I remember being that age. I remember going up to like gnarly fucking dudes and just not giving a shit and fucking with them and almost getting my ass kicked. Yeah, or kicking their ass. Like there's just like it, you don't give a fuck you, at all. I'm I'm scared of people who don't give a fuck until absolutely. Like, once you get to the point where you've seen that life is going to just fucking chew you up and spit you out over and over and over and over and over then we'll talk then we'll have a little friendship yep. we'll play some video games together but not until not until then so anyways i'm there blair leaves into the uh, drugstore which is the majority of the biggest biggest building on the in the strip mall okay um 
as I, I open my door and uh, a hand comes in and stop and like go on the inside of my door and just puts a hand there. I'm like, the fuck? And uh, it had like a glove. They had a glove on. And it was just some young white teen. He said, he's like, I need you to get out of your car. I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, get out of your car. I'll fucking kill you. Damn. I was like, okay. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, I, nothing happened. It was just like this weird standoff. But then, on the far side of the entrance by the Golden Donut. Are you familiar with the Golden Donut on the corner? Not at all. I'll, we'll put a map on Instagram. I'll put it <laughs> Sure. Um, a huge, uh, yeah, we'll do street view. A huge fucking lifted truck, like an old blue Chevy, like that sea blue, you know? My, um, yeah, my grandpa had one yeah. of those. Maybe that's why I this is in my brain, because maybe you told me that once. Never did. Okay. Grandpa's well, dead. <laughs> how's the truck? Like three months but ago. How's the truck? Truck's, truck's still there. So, there. But- <laughs> Okay. Sure. Sorry. So yeah, I'll be accepting your apology I apologize. later. Thank you. Anyway, huge lifted truck. It's carrying a palm tree in the bed of the truck. So it's just like a big mound of dirt and a palm tree. Full size. Full size. <laughs> over the building, like just a huge fucking palm tree, and the top, the like bushel part with all the leaves on it, mm-hmm. completely on fire. Jeez. <laughs> oh, yeah. Quick side note, uh, I went to, this is, is kind of all crazy, mm-hmm. I went to the Sunset Nursery the other day with my boys, Aiden and Arky, to buy some plants, and you can buy a baby palm tree there for $1,200. Oh, but what, it'll get huge? Oh, it'll get huge, but... Oh my god. You can buy, buy your own palm tree. Wow. Uh, Sorry. That's good to know. Keep no, going. no, no, it's fine. Um, So, palm tree's on fire. I also don't remember if there was anyone driving the truck. It was like someone ghost rode this, like... So the truck was moving. The truck was moving, and it was, like, hitting the bumps, because there's speed bumps in the parking lot, and it just had this fucking wavy-ass palm, loose palm tree that was fully ablaze. Wow. Yeah. So then um, the kid looks... The kid who has his hand on my door, he looks for one second. As he, like, turns away, I leave. I run away from the car. I just leave my car. Uh, I was I was able to shut the door and lock it as I ran away. So uh, he shoots at me with a gun. Okay. <laughs> but he, <laughs> you're getting away. I know, but you're he. I know him the shit. Oh, well, I, I guess you locked the car, so you can't do anything with it. Right. So now I'm like, haha, you can't get my car. But he shoots at me and he misses. Um, mm-hmm. I run to the drugstore, but like I've been in this drugstore many times, but when I get inside. It just looks like the t- a tiny little gas station store. Like, it's very small inside. Like, okay. one of the ones that's kind of too small, almost. But I know the store is like a giant store, so that doesn't make sense. Um, there's these two black dudes in there. I'm talking to them. I'm, like, telling them what happened. And Blair's just shopping. She's just getting, like, cookies and snacks and stuff. Uh-huh. She doesn't even fully understand what has happened yet. Uh, so I'm telling them about the palm tree and about the teens and all. I'm telling her and the guys. And, um, the big truck eventually flips over in the parking lot, and it's like a huge commotion. Dirt and fire and the, and truck. Are, I wrote this down. Dirt and fire and truck is all over the parking lot by the hardware store. <laughs> I was very tired when I wrote this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Anyways, go to the other corner now where the car wash is. Car wash slash gas station. Instead of the a car wash slash gas station, it's now a Starbucks. Okay. That's no probably going to happen. Well, caddy corner to that. Kitty uh, corner. The kitty corner? Yeah. There is a, a, is a Starbucks. So it just it made sense. that okay. I associate that whole corner with a Starbucks now. Blair and I go there to hang out before the cops <laughs> get there. <laughs> because the shooter is still by the hardware store by our car. So I'm afraid that he'll try to kill me if I go try and get the car. So we're just going to wait it out. Mm-hmm. Then, for some reason, the... Okay, the inside of the Starbucks... It's very important to, to discuss, like, the outside is like a new, like, drive through Starbucks. It's very fresh. But the inside kind of feels like a Mexican restaurant. And the roof is leaking. This isn't how <laughs> Mexican restaurants are. But it, it had that vibe, kind of like, there was just like, other than there being like Mexican people around, uh-huh. but the roof was like wet and leaking, like there had been a hurricane. Okay. And I asked people if it would be rude to call the police and ask for an escort back to my car. <laughs> so I'm worried about being like a Karen or a Ken. I'm pooling the audience in this Starbucks that looks like a hurricane-ridden Mexican restaurant, and I'm asking them, like, hey, do you think it would be rude... Rude to who? To... I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> to the shooter? To the cops, I guess. Like, I didn't want to just... I, to me, it was like calling... And the escort is... You're, this Mexican restaurant Starbucks is what? Like, I, 100 feet away from... Maybe, like, 200... Like, it's, it's a ways down. It's the oh, far it's end a, of the yeah, street. Yeah, it's a long... Yeah, it's a long... 200 walk. feet is... So I'm thinking, like, call the cops, ask them, be like, hey, I really need to get to my car right now, but there's someone with a gun. I don't mean to be rude, but... There's someone with a gun. Can you come and and walk with us back to the car? (laughs) That was my thought. Before you arrest him? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Um... Yeah, uh, everyone in the the restaurant says no. They say that's totally (laughs) fine. I step out and see this. Okay, this is where it gets weird. It's just nice I see, to see people agree on things. I see um, a what appears to be a prostitute. Okay. Uh, she's very small, Mexican woman. Very small. Very kind of... She looks sick in a way. Okay. Um, she's wearing, like, really worn out lingerie. Almost looks <laughs> like costume lingerie. It's really strange. Um, uh, also, no bottom half on the lingerie. Just top only. So... Basically, just like a. Isn't that lingerie though? No, maybe. Or you're saying like, but she had nothing at all. Cut off? No, no, it was just nothing. No bottom. Isn't lingerie? Oh, I guess there's different types of lingerie. There are a lot of different types. So yeah. she's just wearing a bra. Kind of, but it's like fancier, kind of. I don't know. It's almost like a bodysuit, but it's worn out. <laughs> but it's like worn out, and the 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 if there was like crotch snaps in it, she unsnapped the crotch. So you um, you can see her. Yeah, it was, it was a mess. You could see. Everything. Let's just say that. So, at this point, there are a surprising amount of people around. Like, the population of the people in the strip mall has substantially grown by three times the amount. So, it's it's almost like a big block party or, like, Fourth of July or, like, a busy... You're a busy pier at a beach or something. There's people walking around. I step outside. uh, The main street, which is called Bradley... Okay. Bradley was like desolate and empty as I walked up and down the sidewalk on the phone calling 911 or calling the cops. So like it was weird that the city had been 
anything outside the strip mall had been completely reduced to just like desert fields. Like there was nothing. There was not even roads going into the strip mall. It was like this purgatorial strip mall. So fucking weird. Um, so I call 911. I asked for Santa Maria police. Uh, I said, whoever the field office that's closest to Orchid, which is the <laughs> city I'm from. <laughs> the cop, the cop sounds like my uncle Mike when he answers. Which I have an uncle Mike who is a cop, so and uh, him. could be him. And he's like eating something, and he's like, "Oh, uh, Orchid, huh? Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, hey, Jerry, uh, you're Orchid, right? That's you." And Jerry's like, "Yeah, that's me. I'm Orchid." And I he's just like, "Everybody know, Bud is reading off of his yeah. phone, so this is like." And he goes, and th- "Yeah, this and then, script." And then go like, memorized. "Yeah, I immediately wrote this down as soon as I woke up, so I didn't forget." Well, and then Jerry, Mike, uh, and Mike goes, <laughs> Mike goes, yeah. Let me pass you to Jerry. They're literally next to each other, mm-hmm. so like they're 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 fucking with me, is yeah. what they're doing. Like, oh yeah, uh, let me pass you to this guy. And they pass me, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? So eventually, Jerry the cop says that I need to call someone else. Um, and oh yeah, he said I need to call officers Laverne and Shirley. Oh, boy. And and then they have a big laugh. Was it Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> it may have been Jerry Seinfeld and my uncle Mike. And <laughs> and I say never mind. As I see, oh yeah, as I see ten to twelve white squad cars. I don't know why they're white, all white, but with the sirens, and they pull up. So just to like the general parking lot area. Okay. I don't know if they knew about the gun. Did you tell them about the gun? No, I should have. Yeah. But they they probably came because of the palm tree truck. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. So Blair walks up as, uh, uh, oh, yeah, because she had left to go get water, I guess. Um, okay. I'm upset that she left because I'm like, there's someone with a gun. You don't understand. Like, they're, they're going to kill us. We just have to wait out. Please don't go running off. Like I, I need to know Wait, where you why are. Why does she leave to get water if she's in a Starbucks? I don't know. You get water there. Um, I'm worried about being out of the seen. Toilet in the bathroom. I'm worried about being seen, so I wrap myself in a blanket mm-hmm. <laughs> and take my clothes off to no. look to look homeless. <sighs> I know this is bad. You're not making yourself look good. In I'm this sorry. Dream. I don't. I don't, can't control it. So I go completely nude, wrap myself in just a old dirty blanket I found just like yeah. on the ground inside the Starbucks. thinking that I could sneak by the person trying to murder me and get to my car which the guy's right by my car so now this guy now, so these patrol cars have shown up yeah but they're not in that corner where the kid where yeah, the it kid doesn't with matter the it's a strip was. mall sure I felt the pretty- guy who just shot somebody and tried to rob their car he shot at somebody shot at somebody We'll probably want to get out of there. I mean, I don't know. These teens screen, are reckless. So it doesn't fucking matter. These yeah, teens, teens are reckless. Anyways, the parking lot is now. Oh yeah, this is the whole thing. The tr- parking lot is now filled with like Trump trucks, Kay. like Trump flags and stuff, and like really scary looking Trump people, like foaming at the mouth, just like just rabid, cr- rabid dog hillbillies. Yeah. Um. So I make my way past the trucks, 
pretending with Blair. Blair's just with me. I'm pretending I'm homeless. Mm -hmm. She's not pretending she's homeless. Just me. Just, but she's right next but to you. But she's right next to me. She's yeah. ruining your, and your then, ruse. Yeah. The, the terrain of the whole parking lot changes at this point. It becomes like a field. And there are like these Trump dudes with like weighted vests on and stuff. And they're like training at some sort of fucking CrossFit gym. So in the middle of this strip mall, there's now a, an open field, I guess, okay. with this like training f militia training facility with all these like rednecks, and they're very scary looking. And a lot of them are like, they're not like ripped or buff guys. They're like fat, strong, or like really skinny, kind of, but tall. I don't know. Like they're all just average Joes, but they're working really hard at whatever it is they're doing. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, one we one woman uh, had a huge face. Hear me out. I have been kind of like the Elephant Man, like yeah. just big, big, or like Octomom, big chunky face. She had a big head, right? Um, yeah. Did you ever see? Um, did you ever see the Night of? Yeah. You know the the woman lawyer uh, who who was like trying to prosecute. The case. Anyway, I, I don't remember. She kind of looked like her. A little okay. Bit. No offense. Not saying she has a big, big face. No, that's what you're saying. No, I was just saying. You said she has a big face, and then you said she looks like the woman lawyer from the night of. So. Okay, moving on. Uh, there was also a man who was deadlifting a ton of weight, but he was fat and flabby. I think I already said that. Okay. Um, almost like he was a bodybuilder wearing someone else's skin, but the skin was dropping off. They're drooping off. So it was literally like he's melting, right? Anyway, at this moment in time when I'm writing it down, it just like like Thanos snapping his fingers all just left my brain. This as far as I no. could get. And that was a lot. Like don't th that was a lot. Yeah, I know. There's Are no you pissed? No, well, I know that maybe you know in my dream sometimes I have part 2. This was Infinity War maybe. Oh, okay. End so game will come later. Hopefully Next week, yeah, you'll have the rest. Yes, but this I, you got to admit, what, what the, oh, the, I had you hooked for a second there. You were like, "What's going to happen?" But I will say the militia part kind of threw it off. That was just bad writing on my brain's part. You know, there's a reason we got rid of the dream <laughs> sequence. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because there's no good ones. I'm the only one who brings anything to the table with dream. You've never once brought me a dream. And we're on the octonagural episode already. You haven't once brought a dream. I know, but that's because I don't I don't care about my dreams. They're bad and they're stupid, and so I don't think about them and write them down. You know what? We gotta take a break. Okay, let's take a break. We'll be right back. Stop down. What's up, bro? Moses. You're um you're live on the Dreamcast podcast. Oh man, that's kind of all right. That's that's a little uh, unprecedented. To well, cold Word calling somebody live is not unprecedented for us. I would yeah, I'd agree. Um basically because uh, yeah, you guys have such like a set format. We do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're very I mean we, yeah. we, we stick to the plan. We make a plan, first of all, and then we stick to the plan. Uh and we execute the plan. Um, 
He didn't plan on miking Bud. I can hardly hear him. Well, just yeah, we're we're figuring out the kinks of the whole calling thing. I'm gonna hand the phone to him in a second. Uh, um, okay. But we just returned from break, and we wanted to call like you. Like intermission. Yeah, I had to go pee. Um, Bud, as as you know, is is about to embark on the great journey of learning the game of golf. And we thought maybe we'd get you on the horn and you could give him a little bit. Because you, you just started this journey as well. And yeah. maybe you could just kind of give him some pointers on, on where to start, how what it's been like for you, and, and maybe a good way for him to just kind of jump head first into the great game. So I'm going to hand him the phone now. Yeah, and this is, he wants this input. You're not forcing it on because I you know that's kind of the thing. You, you got to want the input. Aiden, hi, how are you? Bud, is hey, this? Man. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, it's a lot better. Okay, it's like good. We're really talking. So I'm very nervous. You see, because yeah. I'm I'm fresh into this. I've seen golf. I've heard of it, but I just don't know much about it. Moses has assured right. me that with people like you in his corner. That I'm in good hands. Sure. Definitely. I got a good starting tip. Yeah, hit me with hit me with Sit whatever down. you got. You get a good HBO Max subscription, and you watch as uh, you watch the Tiger Woods documentary. <laughs> I don't and see how that helps that, at all. Let, hear him out. Hear him out. <laughs> hear him out. Uh-huh. After that, you know the highs and the lows because that's all golf is, baby. It's just highs and lows. All right, so basically his advice is turn on an episode of TMZ because that's what the Tiger documentary is, and then you'll learn how to play golf. Well, I don't know. Someone like Buddy's got this innate talent with so many things. He should be ready, Moses, for for when he blows up. I think the first thing you should be ready for is is stardom. (laughs) I mean, that's true, man. pressure of stardom and fame. I mean, it's true. you you got to be able to handle the highs and lows. That's that's something they don't teach you at golf camp. We're in the film industry, man. you got to be ready for stardom. So you got to handle the highs and the lows. Um, I can tell you, uh, I wish I had an Aiden around the time I got started in the film industry. I wish I had someone like him to kind of tell me about the highs and lows. I waved my long... Skinny wand, like as I did over Moses's, you know, mm-hmm. abrupted tournament. Aiden, but, Aiden, well, is a huge part of my success. All right. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get a shout out on the Beerland episode, but I was there with him <laughs> the whole time. But he seemed to forget that when he was talking about the whole. He was painting such a good <laughs> image, but it just, <laughs> just seemed to be Bud and Moses. I well, know, I mean, the focus, I the focus of that anecdote was how Bud was undeservedly credited as a AC. Yeah, it was just a couple ACs yeah. talking last up. So, um, <laughs> well, I I also need a recommendation. You recommend uh, me uh, buying clubs? Yes. Yeah, you see, you got to take ownership in your clubs. So, um, our friend Sean tried to bring me to like a golf store and buy some real clubs, but they were all really expensive because we showed up and Sean painted the picture like they were going to be. It was like the Garden of Eden. You're just reaching into a bush and pull out a cheap club. But we showed up and it was empty. Like literally the shelves were empty. Now we're talking and about. And was like, hey, man, what happened here? And the guy was like, well, COVID. You're not the only idiot who wants to start playing golf amidst the pandemic when people are only allowed to be six it, feet apart. It's true. The game of golf has absolutely exploded the last 12 months. So, so I got a bit of imposter syndrome from that. 
right? Similarly, I started rock climbing right around after the, the Oscar-winning film Free Solo came out. <laughs> and so you kind of find yourself at the rock gym with your little rock shoes yeah, um, on the heels of a Netflix hit drama doc. I mean, so, if I if I were if I, I were back here. home right now, you you bet your sweet ass you'd find me at the frisbee golf course <laughs> because I mean, what else am I gonna do? You know? Well, Moses, why doesn't he just play frisbee golf? Does he have to play real golf? Uh, I just think frisbee Does golf. Does Bud want to play real golf? He wants to. Can I start? Yeah, let me let me say I cold messaged Moses saying, "Hey, I think it's time. I want to learn." What's it called? The Great Game? The Beautiful Game. The Beautiful Game. I want to learn the Beautiful Game. And uh, he, the first thing he said was, like, I got to put you in touch with Aiden. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we're kindred spirits in that effort. I, it's like a game of perfection. Like, what game it requires you to, like, do what, what golf has you do? It's like you got to you gotta put it in, like, this, uh, what is it, Moses? What is it, like, two golf balls diameter hole? Well, I can think of and one game like, that know. requires such um, that um, you know that that yeah, fine buddy, that fine tune know, okay. kind of precision thinking. It's called Toy Commander. Yeah. Oh, it's Jesus for the Sega Christ. Dreamcast. It's called Toy Wait, Commander. Hey, Moses, and I were talking about. This. Can you guys do an episode? Of, Moses, is that the game we were talking about? <laughs> yeah. So that that's what we will be talking about on this episode because i finally moses has been hounding me to listen to your guys podcast <laughs> that's not no, that's also, not true at one point i was in trader joe's and it's it was funny i was laughing wondering if it's only funny because i know you guys funny, you know the classic and then and then bud you mentioned like these little toys and i got this like dmt level wave of nostalgic flashback of me like climbing up a bathtub as a little green soldier yeah so but you're thinking of army men right but no this is yeah this is this is on it's close to that this is more in there the are realm. there is a bathtub element to well, toy maybe kind of real maybe it made me realize there might be a value to your guys show is you know, oh, 100 percent. Because it made me remember that moment. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. There's no better way than to gain a listener for life than to cold call them <laughs> live on the podcast, only to tell them what the episode's going to be about, so they know what to look forward to. And I hope that that's what we did here. I hope we gained your trust and excitement for the lifetime of this podcast. And making up for the yeah, fact no, that... No, and I can tell I'm being ushered off, so I hope I... No, no, know, no, not at all. At not at all. I mean, look... <laughs> got me out the door. I you... just wish I could have put my AirPods in that I got for Christmas. Oh, dude, you sound great. All right. Crystal clear. That's, that's all I care about. I mean, I'd like to take uh, Bud Golf and me. You know, well, you know what's funny, Moses? Bud and Moses, you know what's really funny, guys? I'm just getting home from a, 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 a hole of nine at Los Billy's. Wow. course. Where All right. They filmed the the famous movie Swingers. Yes. So they did film Money Baby. They, they did film at uh, the Los Fields Nine. Uh, what I'm curious is about uh, why didn't uh, I get an invitation for this relaxing round of nine holes? Well, this, this is a good note for Bud. Say, Bud. All right, I'm listening. Is, uh, it's a game. Of, it's a game of learning. Um, so you can go with your pals, like Moses, whose who's father wanted him to know how to play golf like my mm -hmm. father didn't care if i played golf or not 
Yeah. Um, sounds like you maybe got handed the same deck of cards. So yeah. Oh yeah. We're now coming. We're now Jeff. coming to the reality of like having to learn it. So sometimes I don't like being reminded that I my dad didn't teach me golf. Right. I like yes. to go just find the love. I don't like to be mm-hmm. reminded of Moses. Sometimes sweet little. Yeah. Sometimes you, you yeah. Sometimes you want to hit the nine. You don't want daddy to know. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, yeah. And it, frankly, I played really well today when Daddy wasn't there. What'd so you hit? There's a little, little bit of power you get when you sneak out and Daddy doesn't know, what? and that's a good metaphor. Well, well, and you should feel free to do that, <laughs> bud. You, you just go alone to the driving range. You don't need Moses. All right. Well, I'll tell well, you what. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I mean, there seems like there's some steps I need to take first. One, get the clubs. Two, learn how to swing. Three, uh, hit the course, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think Dick's will offers a really uh, competitive race for a full set that I think you might like, and I recommend getting some stretchy golf pants because it's fun to squat down on the green. Oh yeah, and like see where you want to hit the ball, but when you squat, these golf pants offer a level of like flexibility I've never experienced before as a jeans guy. No, so but. But what's yeah. your and what, get a glove, bud? Get a glove. Get a okay. Glove, all right, sure. get a glove. All right. But what's your budget for like a new set of clubs? My budget for a new set of clubs, I'm gonna put aside seventeen hundred dollars. Oh shit! All right, yeah. you're you're in great shape. <laughs> yeah, that's then. right where you want. That's all right, where you want. You can get, get so I'm gonna tape. I'm gonna carve out a little little slice of my checking, seventeen hundred. Or just use the going, stimmy. You oh, got yeah. another stimmy combo. You gotta mint, mint a couple NFTs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. We'll mint this episode and then use yeah, if that. Yeah, you guys mint this app. Yeah. I mean, you know more about the NFT world than I do, but I, I feel like we can make a well, fucking no, I gotta shitload of money. From our team, but that's enough. Yeah. We don't even talk about that anymore. You guys aren't one of those podcasts. I don't think you should try and even go into that well we'll see we'll see how this episode does and then we'll decide on the next one there he is bud, putting the heat on my my cameo well um well, well i don't know i think the rest needs to be done on the on the link what do you think Moses? maybe like just get him to the i was i was about to, to say three. I, i'm really excited i mean we tried to make it happen last week the three of us get out there uh but bud got an interview for his job and he got the job i so. got it Bud is uh, stacked with cash now. I think he's going to treat us to a nice round at the par three. We'll get the three of us together and just have a fucking great time. I would love to treat you all to a nice round of golf on the par three. Also, I would love to. That sounds nice. You can write it off. I would love to take this opportunity just to remind you, Aiden. I know you did buy me a beer at the turn, um, but I believe you still uh, owe me maybe like five or six bucks for the round. So. Yeah, yeah, I gotta sketch into that. Yeah, I can take it. What? Oh, well, that reminds me. One last thing. Let's just bring Bud to the part three because Bud Moses did this thing to me. It was really sweet of him. It was, uh, it was maybe my like, I had never played golf, and he was talking about all these part three courses, which in layman's terms are easier courses. And uh, he signed me up for one, and we go, and then he brings me, and, and we, I drive to this new course. I get out. I says Moses, I've never been here before, and it was a, re- it was just a real course. That he brought me to. Oh, well, really? it was like it was a, the first time we were playing golf. It was a. It's it's called what it's what's called an executive course. So it's mm. it's a little bit bigger than a par three, not as big as a full eighteen. That sounds like the biggest course there ever was. 
it's it's confusing terminology. It's the same way like a small at Starbucks is called a tall. It, it doesn't make any sense. But Roosevelt, I, I actually you're reminding me. I, I want to get you back out there because you know you're it's like you're, a venti. It's like a venti course. <laughs> yes. Well, no, it's a grande course. Well, and then, yeah, it's it's pretty much grande. So we don't. I just just bud. Just watch out. Make sure you cl- you clarify with Moses what course he's bringing you to. Okay. And because you don't want to get paired up with a, a stranger who sneaks onto the hole the second round. Yeah, we had that round of golf. That was just weird. For them to judge you. Oh. So. <laughs> well, I mean, did you have a bad time? I it, it set me back a ways in my ego because <laughs> as you remember, I never played a, a better round since. I think I've been permanently scarred, but. I don't know how to quantify that, so I'm sure, Moses, I'm fine. But but for you, I just warn you not to follow my footsteps, and we'll see you at a nice, easy uh, part three course. All right. Well, we're going to make it happen. Hey, Aiden, thanks for calling in. Thanks, Aiden. Um, I hope this makes up for your lack of name recognition in the last episode. <laughs> you got 15 minutes of airtime here, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was a lot. I think we're know. squared away. All right, man. Well, you just have a you have a great rest of your evening. Thanks, Aiden. All right, hey bud, you let me know if you need a password for that HBO Tiger Doc because that's that's step (laughs) one, bud. All right, I got you. Thank you. Can you hang up so we get the uh, the beeping sound effect? Yeah, just charge your uh, your MacBook Pro. We'll do. All right, later. Yeah. There it is. So good. So good. I know you do. That's not the first time you've demanded that. It's, I mean, it's just, it, it, we could just it pull signifies it. to the listener that the phone call is over. You, you know, just pull it from another episode if you don't get it, though, you know? Yeah, but we got it, so we're good. Okay, Let's post work for you, my man. Well, I'm excited to get out there with Aiden, because, you know, first of all, I don't want to speak for him, but he's a huge fan of yours. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah, he just loves your work. Oh, uh, okay. He thinks you're the real, uh... Well, maybe I shouldn't golf in Caputo or whatever. Kitten and Poodle. Kitten and Poodle. Yes, Kitten thank you. Kitten Capoodle. No, Kitten and Poodle. Kitten. He thinks you're a great guy. Well, he's he's lovely on the phone. Yeah, he, he <laughs> his presence was was really nice. Yeah. I feel I feel that one first thing I got to focus on is is club to ball connection because Absolutely. every time I've jokingly been like, you know, what? I'm going to commit to a full swing, I miss it every time. And I don't think I've hit it once. Maybe I have. I know we went to a driving range you, once. No, you've, and like, you've hit it. I've seen it. I've seen it be done. Um, you know what it is? I when I swing and hit the, the ball, I don't like to look at the ball. Well, yeah, you got to do that. So that's my problem for the first and foremost. But I would throw away his advice of watching the Tiger documentary okay. first. I mean, watch it. It's it's a fun documentary, I guess. It's it's also kind of trashy sure they're really focusing on his you know indiscretions of course but there's tons of great content out there on youtube rick shields look up rick shields on youtube you're gonna love him he's a british guy okay or scott or whatever uk whoa and uh he's gonna teach you a lot cool and i think we had talked about the idea of for an episode instead of playing a golf game on the Dreamcast and reviewing that, we just go play golf and review that. But also play a golf game. But, well, I think just to stick to this stupid format we have, we'll play the golf game as well. 
Sure. We'll that have just a golf centric episode. Probably not next week. We're gonna need to get, you know, a couple range sessions sure. in a couple sure. times out at the par three. We better Maybe do it before my big job starts. Well, that starts on Monday, right? No, it starts on the twenty second. The twenty second. Oh, yeah. Well, Whenever that is. Well, I got a job that starts also. We'll, fi- oh, okay. we'll, we'll figure it out. Well, I wasn't kidding when I was talking about the precision uh, being relatable to Toy Commander. That I wasn't mean, just was a, that wasn't a, a failed segue attempt. That was real. It wasn't. Yeah, he he caught on immediately because my time playing that game, it's not like it's not easy. Well, let's OK, let's get into it. Cuomo Toy Commander. <laughs> you stole my bit. <laughs> Oh, oh wait! Now it's like even more because all the, the fucking I mean, we're talking yeah. about brother Cuomo yeah, from a- CNN, Andrew. Andrew, we're not talking about Big Apple Cuomo, sex, sex well, no. a- abuser. What is CNN it? is Chris Cuomo. Oh shit! No, whoops. Chris is the one I, I I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Andrew's the Andrew's his horny brother. The the horniest hara- yeah, horny harassment bro. shithead brother. Yeah, fuck that guy. Remember uh, when he had like his kind of Rudy Giuliani moment? At the beginning of the pandemic, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then, and then yeah. he had his Rudy Giuliani moment. Now, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had his nine eleven Giuliani moment, and then he had his Borat two yeah. Giuliani <laughs> moment at the end. Yeah, full circle in one year. Hey, New York mayors, uh, know, or is right? he governor? Ah, who cares? Who cares? Uh, Toy Commander. Yes, let's let's talk about it. Speaking of Andrews, the toy commander in this game, the titular titular toy commander. What'd you say? Titular. Titular? Titular. Titular. The titular. Mm-hmm. His name is Andy. And it is hmm. so glaringly obvious to me that this hmm. game is just a response to Toy Story. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Which makes me like it even less. Okay. <laughs> Not that I don't like Toy Story, but I hate derivative bullshit. I feel like you set the stage pretty early on to let the listeners know that you don't like oh, this I game. Oh, I think I did that so, about an hour ago. I might have conflicting thoughts, uh, contradictory thoughts to yours, but we'll 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 get into we'll it, get Cuomo. Into it. Um, <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to let you take the lead. On this review because I gave up pretty quickly. Can you can you at least hit me with the info? Just hit me hit me with some quick info. Okay. All right. Well, you know, like um, the name of the studio who made it. You know, what year it came out. So this is a if it was a port or not. There, I can answer all of that. Okay, perfect. Because I do feel you know graphically not bad. It was not bad. Not bad. I'll say. I mean, it did. It was kind of leaning sixty four. Like it could have been. Like a pilot wing. It reminded me a lot you know. of. Do you remember the Hot Wheels game mm-hmm. where you can like race on the yes. Hot Wheels tracks? Yes, 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 it reminded yes, me a lot of that, and I love that game growing up. Yeah, but this is about a thousand times worse. Um, so this game came out in October of 1999 in the in Europe and in uh, ooh, okay in North America. It dropped November 2nd, my half birthday. So this is 1999. Wait, what? What month? I'm sorry. 99. No, month. <laughs> oh. What? <laughs> uh, November in North America. Okay, so October. this was an early title. This was like... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because the Dreamcast, what, came out uh, in America in 1999. September yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so this was an early title. It was um, graphically, like I said, fairly impressive. Um, 
Now, this game, like the elements of it, really screams like the your classic like suburban American home. Yeah. Yeah, this game was developed by a France a French based game developer, No Cliche. Wow, is the name of the um, company. Now, did you base or did you assume it was French because they use the word cliche? No, I am uh, reading the Wikipedia article. Got it. Okay, sorry. Go on. So, No Cliche was a yeah a French based game development. Company. No cliche. No cliche. <laughs> Go on. No. No cliche. <laughs> Um. <laughs> so yeah, they their base like the toy commander was their. That's it. Magnum opus. Got it. Okay. <laughs> That's and uh, they went defunct in two thousand one as they were developing a port of toy commander for the PC. Ah, uh, wow. so they really like they lived and died by this game. Well, Dreamcast was famous for having like PC ports over to. The system a la Windows CE. So yeah. this is interesting that it must have done really well. I mean, at the time, I feel like any of the early Dreamcast titles probably did pretty well because they were all you had. Yeah, and, and I think was like on it. You know, this it's a 3D game, like the world. All right, would yeah. you call that 3D? I mean, no. yeah, yeah. Okay, so quick thing, it's it's a th- it's 3D world. You play as the toys in, I guess, Andy's bedroom. Sound familiar? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, so you start out, you know, you play as like a simple thing, like, um, you know, a truck or a tank or an airplane and then some sort of vehicle. It's all vehicles. Yeah. To handle different missions, you got to switch between vehicles as the games go on. But the, the challenges start as simple as like, oh, I got to push these eggs into the boiling water. How do I do that? To boil some eggs. Simple. Um, or I got to like drop these, uh, sugar cubes into uh, the coffee but then it gets crazier and it turns into full-on like battles against pirate ships and ufos and tanks and and like convoys and it, it it gets pretty wild but here's the thing it's when you have a game like this where there's so much happening around you mm-hmm. it's graphically i feel like it's gotta be pretty fucking sharp because like, this is a problem I felt when I played a lot of the 3D games on 64, is, like, the polys and everything were just a little too rough to right. where, like, it was chaos in my brain. And this game, like, you could make sense of it, and you could play it okay, and it felt fine, but, like, I don't know, man. It just felt shaky. Like, the 3D still felt kind of shaky to me. Yeah, I mean, for me, I wasn't, like, too perturbed. By the graphics, uh huh. Like I feel like if I was playing this when it came out, six years old, I'd be like, "This shit is awesome." Yeah, like I'm immersed in this world and I'm I can move wherever I want. But to me, it's the mechanics of it of trying to fly. Like you're the first mission, you're flying this plane. You need two joysticks for that. Yes. Oh, yes. This Sorry. That, that's the biggest thing with this. This it's, was the era. Yes, this was the era. This is why first, you know, that's the big thing with first-person shooters and like flying games. That's why they weren't as popular as they are now because they needed the dual dual joysticks yeah. in order to like give you 
camera, look control, and movement control. And up until then, I mean, you had Goldeneye, of course, but Goldeneye had like auto features, like it had like auto aiming features. Like when you let go of the joystick, it naturally would bring your vision forward again. And that's how it kind of kept you on track. Right. But, you know, when you have something like this, like an airplane where it's not just like pitch and yaw, you know, like you got to, you need, you need full control over like, you need to look if there's a plane next to you or if someone's tailing you or how far away you are from the counter. And there's like sharp movements you got to make, sharp turns. Yeah. is really hard. And I just struggled with it. There are different camera angles you can take on it too. Like you can go slightly wider. But I feel like maybe if they got one more wider, maybe it wouldn't have been so bad, because it, you to get like the full scope of of the kitchen or the bedroom or the bathroom wherever you were, like everything just felt really close to me and kind of like claustrophobic. Yeah, it ha- it, it honestly had a lot of potential. Like the well, that's I mean that's the way I, I feel about because it. Because like- I was I was obsessed with like bringing my toys to life as a kid, like. Classic Andy and Toy Story building like the Classic Western. Classic Andy and Toy Commander. <laughs> yeah, like just oh my god, there's that stupid video in the beginning of of the Toy Commander Andy who is just like a weird 3D. Yes, oh, version they have, like of, a whole like plot around him. They do. Yeah, it's um, the game's plot revolves around a child named Andy, uh, known as Guthy in the European version. <laughs> Um, Andy gets who gets new army themed toys for Christmas and neglects his childhood favorites. Huh? Huh? Sounds a lot like the plot of Toy Story that Three. That is psycho. It's the same fucking plot. The toys, led by Huggy Bear, Andy's childhood teddy bear, rebel and try to destroy the new toys. Each boss in the game has taken over a specific area of the house, serving as one of Huggy Bear's generals. Wow. See ya. I yeah. didn't even fucking put that together when I was playing that. Yeah, because um, you can't. Here's so I when only you when knew you go to, because I read it. When you go to internet. start a level, there's just a fuckload of text that you want that you need to read, and then you hit next to continue on. And I, you I know you all fucking that. skip through that immediately. I don't want that. I don't care. Don't care. Do like a weird cutscene. Do something. You know. But this is not the way. This is not the way to do it. I will say that the gameplay overall was frustrating. Incredibly. <laughs> Incredibly frustrating. Even when it did get a little more open world and it was like, okay, I'm in a plane. I'm cycling through a few rooms now, not just one room, but you can go through a hallway and like into the bathroom and then come back out and go into a second bedroom. Like it just, they did a good, yeah, they did a good job of like building this world. Yeah. Inside we'll, this we'll house. That, yeah. Like it felt, expansive yes and i like like i said i like that there's like um i don't know if you ever played a game triple play baseball no but that was like a early ea sports baseball game ea sports it's It's in in my ass. ass um there's a level in triple play where it's like you're in the you're in the living room or like the entertainment den and you get to hit like home runs off of the dad's TV, or and, like the pitching mound is like a CD-ROM, and like everything's That's just cool. made out of like household items. And I don't know, I always loved that shit of just like the miniaturized, yeah, perspective of of you mom know, and dad's place. Quick, quick note on that: there, I, someone had sent me on the um, 
triple ACR discord. Someone had sent me a link to like an unfinished Simpsons game that mm-hmm. was for the Dreamcast that someone really, I don't know where they got it, but they found it. They found like the code for it or something in like a, a disc or some sort of demo or on a website or something. I'm not sure, but they burned it and got it to play. And you basically play as a fly flying around in like the Simpsons house. That sounds and it's awesome. Very a la toy commander, but it's that type of, video game where like i know there's a name for it but like where they put a black outline around everything so it looks like a cartoon but they're actually 3d like kind of like borderlands you know so it was like that so it looked like cartoon but you could just fly around as this fly and homer simpson would walk in like kind of slow motion Mm, march you go beer Donut. And then he'd slowly come in and open the fridge and like get a beer, close it. And then if you got near him, he'd like s- swat at you or something. Why are you little? Why are you little? Yeah, exactly. Why are you, why are you little? Why are you little Marge? <clears throat> Lisa. <laughs> why are you little Lisa? <laughs> Bart. And then. Bart. Uh, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd fly around the living room and there's the iconic couch and the iconic television mm-hmm. with the credits. And, and like there wasn't anything to the game, but it was like just showing the potential of like what they could pull yeah, off. Yeah, it was just like a, what, what's, like yeah, a demo uh, or demo a, player, yeah. prototype or prototype. alpha release. Prototype. Um, so, yeah, it's, a, it's just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> But yeah, it, it kind of like had that vibe. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's. Here's another thing. I feel like there is a big audience of people who where they they're like, this is my this is my shit. This type of game, Toy Commander. Toy Commander. This is my jam. This is the type of game I want to play. Yes, I love this. But really? I gotta say, yeah, I really do. You think that audience exists? Yes, dude. Because, this is my shit. Yeah, this is my shit. It's like this kind. There's of, only ever one Toy Commander. Open sky, flying around, like aiming at targets from below, evading, you know, bombs and missiles and stuff from other. So just ships, like, like like aerial, yeah, yeah, fighting yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, totally. And okay, you know, I, mean, I was a fan of aerial fighting games too. But again, that didn't come out till the double joystick eras. But in this one, it just didn't. It just wasn't for me. Absolutely. I mean. Yeah. I think, like, kudos to No Cliche for, you know, taking a kind of, you know, game like this on and, and building this world and, these, like, everything I've said, 3D element and flying around. And, and they did a lot for the details, I will say. They, they put, they a, put lot a lot of, of work into this. This is, like, Rockstar... Before Rockstar. Yeah, they even had posters on the wall that I'm sure featured, like, photos of, like, the game developers or something, you know? Absolutely. Like, they put in their own little spin into it, but... Little Easter detail, eggs. Details all... were great. Like, little crayons had, like, you know, they, they, like, colors on the side. Like, everything had, like, a little... If they could add it, if they could fit it in the textures, they did it, you know? They did it, and they did it well. Yeah. But, unfortunately, the console just wasn't ready for it. I'm... Sad to hear that you know the PC port never got finished. Oh, really? Because they yeah they went they went out of business um, while they were making it. 
Or I think it was because like they stopped developing Dreamcast games in Europe at that time or whatever the fuck. It was on the Wikipedia somewhere. But anyways, it was another classic version of a game that's just a little too ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. And, and for that reason, I don't like it. Sure. I mean, do we if we play a game that we both just don't like, do we even rate it? Or do we just like um, do we just do a 1 through 10? Like I don't know. Just like a really boring rating? I don't know. I mean I mean I guess we could rate it let, we like, could rate it based one, on our Toy Story 1 to Toy Story or, 4. Let's rate it No, let's rate it based on on Toy Story character. Oh, okay. That you think it best exemplifies. Okay. And you don't have to explain why, but it makes it better if you do. All right. Uh, I give it a Sid. <laughs> My God. <laughs> okay. Because um, Sid, Sid has complexities to him. Uh-huh. And, you didn't even and, pick a toy, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sid has layers. Sid has creativity. Onions have layers. That was shrunk. Donkey. Um, Jeez. cut that out. That just no. <laughs> that just sounded like you yelling donkey. <laughs> um, Sid has like there is a place in the world for Sid because he dreams big. Sure. <laughs> Fucking yeah, of course. Yeah. But also, we all know that Sid is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit, and he's gonna grow up to become a garbage man. Sid is a piece of shit. Piece of shit. <laughs> and yeah, and not that there's anything wrong with being a garbage man. In fact, you make pretty good money being a garbage man. Cal was a garbage man. Do you know that? <laughs> I think I did know that. Actually. Okay, but I don't know. It's just I'll just. You know, you know, forget I, I said the garbage man thing. Oh, sure, Sid's sure. a piece of shit. He's a shitty little kid. And this is a shitty little game. And this is a shitty little game <laughs> okay. that had like, you know, some Here's complexities to it I that think, I appreciate. I think that the game is don't freak out. I think he's Potato Head. Let me explain. Mr. Potato Head cuz remember No, just Potato Head. I said just Potato. Head. You got mis- you got ungenderized this week. When it was made it was Mr. Potato Head. There are many Potato Heads. You can see them in the shelves all all year long. Hot toy. But Mr. Potato Head has a lot of elements that make up the totality of the potato. The potato head. Humanoid. Yeah. Personified character. character. Yeah. You you have ears, you have a nose, you got eyes, you got a mouth even, and you, you got a potato little, penis. You don't have a potato penis, but you got a little ass flap in the back where all the junk stored. Oh, right. <laughs> which is also known as the colon. <laughs> so, or the, I love that or shit. The, or the Joey pouch. Oh, wait, no, that's that's a, that's the front. Never mind. But if you spin the parts around, it could be a Joey pouch. Any hoodle. Um, potato Head is the most annoying character in Toy Story. He's really He's really an asshole, and he... Gets, he's always naysaying everything. Either, either he's, he's got too many opinions, and he's always shoving them in your face. And he either doesn't want to do something, or he's mad at you because you don't want to do something. But yet somehow, 
He's important to the franchise. And you don't know why. I think it's because, like, he's one of those things that just drives story. Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head. But he's not a good dude. He's not a good character. He's a piece of crap. So that's how I feel about this game. I feel like in the grand scheme of Dreamcast history and, you know, their release and, like, the titles that came along with it, I feel like it's important to drive the story of the Sega Dreamcast as a whole. I feel like it showed, it kind of paved a way, uh, paved a little bit of the road for, like, what you could do with it and led you to um, a lot greater games, you know, that... um, came out that were similar like 3d exploratory flying or walking sure. around you know miniature thing like you know i can't think of any off the top of my head no, but, that's fun. <laughs> but i'm sure it did um so yeah so that's how i feel about it I, I, it's not uh not great it not sounds bad. to me that our our ratings are basically the same yeah because everything you're doing to describe mr potato head in my head yeah that's that's Sid. the game is Without a doubt, Sid and Potato Head. Yeah. And that's and, and let it be known. Write it in the book. Hey. Open the it, book and write it in, Mose. I'll wait. It's written. Okay. All right, well, hey, I'm glad we finally conquered the game. We we had planned to do this several episodes ago. We oh, played right, it. yeah. I forgot. I mean, we Did played we the game, that? prepared to review it, and then we were like, this game sucks. Many, many, many weeks ago, we, we played this. Spent a good amount of time on it, and then came to the same conclusion that this game was not worth not it. worth not only not worth rating, but not worth playing <laughs> or dedicating an episode. Yeah, around. but thank God we, we did because fast forward till today, mm-hmm. we come to the butthole with no plan, no game, <laughs> and we says, "Oh, uh, Toy Commander." Yeah, we're like, let's knock it out because yeah. we we got to do it. It's on the list. So that's another, I guess, admission I'll make. I have not played Toy Commander in about three months. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Well, well that'll do it. Good show, mate. That's a bloody good show, isn't it? Did you, check, did you catch the uh, Meghan Markle Prince whatever interview last night with Oprah? No, no, not yet. Um, but uh, I saw some funny memes about it. It's bloody explosive. I can't wait. Well, play me out, homie. <laughs> well, Goodbye, everybody. Wait, let me don't. I don't want to okay. say homie. Well, why don't you go ahead and play me out, bro? <laughs> I almost said brother. Hold on, wait. <laughs> play me out, Cuomo. Well, why don't you go ahead and play me out, Cuomo? Let's get after it. Let's get after it. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>